welcome to another mini episode of Living in the Past. The best one yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going through the... Uh, best film Top 20 year. albums for 1990 and the top so 20 excited. movies for 1990. Let's get into it. Oh my God. Um, we're going to start off with... We're not even going to do any introductions. Oh, this is Ben over Hello. here. Um, let, let's go right into the movies. We'll do a little musical break first. Can we do that? You got to interrupt that? Okay. Hurry up. Come on. Okay. Um, so first off, it is... Presumed Innocent? <laughs> no, let's do Days of Thunder first. Okay. Good choice. Oh my God. How good is it? I hate this movie so much. And it's not, it's not because you like it too. I know that sometimes we do the thing where like, I don't like something just on the basis of how much you like something. Because you do that to me. Never. <laughs> I don't like them because they're terrible. Um, it's like, there's no story to this film. It's just... There is. There's not. There clearly is. But the worst thing about it, and like you will see on Instagram, like the sitcom esque freeze frame ending of. Um, you can't judge a book on its ending. Tom oh, Cruise wait. chasing Robert Duvall. How good's his running, by the way? He's quite the sprinter. I was like, what if the Tony Scott said, oh, can we get another take, take on that? <laughs> and he's like, no, no. I'm going to die. <laughs> CGI me in when it's invented because he looks like there was a point where Rob Duvall like he was in uh, Godfather um, and then uh, he looks relatively young and then like then he sort of went Giuliani-ish yeah um, but he looks the same like I've watched him in a few different films over the last uh, I've watched him in he's in Gone in 60 Seconds Mm -hmm. which is pretty much the same role very very different very different films entirely but uh, that would have been mid late nineties, right? Ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, it's yeah. a fair bit after this. But he looks the same. Yeah, I mean that guy's got. I don't know. What, he must be some sort of placenta. That he's at Heaton. Definitely. Yeah. He was a big star, so whatever it takes. So, why do you like this? How do you not like it? Let's. Well, firstly, let's go to the fact that I, I hate car racing of all sorts. Yeah, no one really likes car racing. It's dumb. It's pointless. It's. Let's get over the fact that, like, it's basically... I'm pretty sure he even said, like, it's those Top Gun on wheels. It's like, you know, he's... Yeah, Top Gun's great. Mm. Okay. Are you going to <laughs> see the remake when it comes uh, out? I think oh, it's wait. called Maverick. Wait, there's... I feel like there's a re. Is there a remake and then there's, like, a sequel? Oh, not a remake, a sequel. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm probably over it by now. Okay. Top Gun was... It's not Days of Thunder. It should just be... Top Gun is just Days of Thunder in the air. It's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so if you've never you know what you take us through it okay so the best film ever made in this era of time um, firstly the intro music I can't remember what it was but I was like this is a good little tune and then that name came up what Hans Zimmer Wow. And I couldn't believe it because we talked about him. What other movie did he do recently? Uh, he would. Um, we talked about. Was like, it Bird in a Wire? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that can't have been Hans Zimmer because that doesn't fit. Hans Zimmer year. Yeah, it's <clears throat> very diverse in his uh, composing. <laughs> None of that in this one. Just quality tunes start to finish. I was, I was blown away. It's like. Um, they just shot like an 80s music video and just like let the, let the cameras roll. Oh, wait till you see the music videos. Oh, is there music videos? There too? is. Um, because why didn't I write it down? Did 
I think Billy Idol was somehow part of one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think he is, wrote one of them, part wrote one of the songs. This is uh, pre his accident. Or was it post his accident? Uh, pre accident, <laughs> I think. Um, also, I didn't realize that Tom Crow, Tom Crows, Tom Crows, um, this guy in the film uh, wrote the story or co wrote the story. Tom Cruise co wrote the story. Yeah. Make, more, just make like, more sense now. Was it more just the camera is like, all right, so that's the dialogue, and then it goes to me. <laughs> Basically. Long shot on me. <laughs> and then the woman touches my crutch. Uh, we've got Show Me Heaven. Uh, also, uh, this got a uh, professional rating from All Music of uh, one and a half stars. So, Wait, the song or the film? The soundtrack. Mm, that seems harsh. Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses on there. Quality. Uh, it was the the last note or something? Not the last note? No, let's, nope. see, uh, let's see our boy Sher's on there. Tina Turner's on there. What did I tell you? It's quality, start to finish. Well, okay. I really didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> and it's not, look, I I get that, like, um, you know, with a Tony Scott film, you know what you're going in for. But it's just, there's nothing to it. There's, there's literally, it's, it's just an excuse to watch uh, cars go fast. And it's like, okay. Fast I'll, and Furious, I'll even say, Fast and Furious has got a better storyline than this no, movie. No, it's not. Um, I will The Last Note of Freedom the song I was thinking about Hans Zimmer and Billy Idol <laughs> um, I will admit there is some uh, bias because I watched this film growing up as a kid and for a long time and even occasionally now my siblings and I will say let me out of the car Cole Cole let me out of the car <laughs> <laughs> because it's so ridiculous um, yeah her accent in this is uh, questionable. Ooh, questionable is she Australian? <laughs> is she Australian that moved to America two years ago and is the accent starting to change? Mini driving it. This is <laughs> I don't know. A little bit English. Um, so this is where they met. If I'm not yeah, too mistaken, I believe it was because then, um, which we will be covering in our December episode with my lovely wife, they got married on the 24th of December. Weird. Well, I don't think they believe in christmas well, i don't think tom cruise would have believed in christmas considering his yeah, religion that's, yeah that's true <laughs> Still. i can see on my, i went really low on the audio just then because i was like they won't be able to hear me if i whisper <laughs> i'll never hear it just don't say the s word and we'll be fine okay cool um, um so i sorry i should do a run through of the movie because you refuse to yep so tom cruise is this uh hero um a sexy hero hmm. uh that wants to drive cars and Randy Quaid wants to find him a car to drive in. Isn't it funny to see Randy Quaid do something? Yeah, and he wasn't like all out Randy Quaid. No. Like he was, they, he was he still pulled Chandler. back to Randy. He did. Yeah. Um, so Tom Cruise shows up and he's like, I can drive your car. And Robert DeVal's like, uh, I'm not having this cowboy in my car. Michael Rook is like, yeah, whatever. Um, so then he gets in his car. There was a time where Michael Rooker was like, in Almost a big deal. He was in the cliffhanger. I don't know. I forgot oh, yeah. he was in the cliffhanger. And I watched the other night. Um, oh, replacement killers. Look at uh, yeah, I remember, yeah. And he's yeah, like the, the, the bad guy in that. Yeah. There's also a time that he had hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Cole Trickle, Tom Cruise, uh, starts driving. <laughs> Everything's going great. He has a big crash. Him and Michael Rooker. I forgot his character's name. Let's have a Not look. Not important. Um, Rowdy Burns Rowdy Of course it was Rowdy They oh. have legit porn star names in this movie mm, Cold Trickle. Trickle 
and Rowdy Burns. And then Carrie Eloise. Harry Hogg is it, Rob DeVal's character. It is ruined by Carrie. Oh, you Eels, yeah. Eels? Uh, when we cover Twister, I watched that piece of shit film the other night. I don't know how that's a piece of shit. It's really it bad. It is so bad. That movie has got a lot of things to answer for. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to watch it because I don't know how. I oh, thought it was great. Bad. Yep. Um, so Randy Quaid actually has the most... His, his name's Tim Dayland. He's the most normal name in this movie. He's the non-porn star. Yeah, well, he's just the car salesman. Yeah. Um, so they have this crash. They both get injured. Um, and then it turns into that Simpsons episode with the soapbox racer. <laughs> Will you drive my car for me? Yeah. Um, that was supposed to be Martin, by the way. Obviously, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, Tom Cruise makes love to Nicole Kidman. John C. Riley's in it. John C. Riley is in it. Talladega Nights. John C. Riley. <laughs> same role. Yeah, same role. <laughs> Actually, no. This is more of his Boogie Nights role, I think. And Fred Dalton Thompson's in there, and I'm going to say his name because he was the DA on Law and Order for yeah. a few seasons. Dun 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 dun. Um, and then uh, what happens? They they race, and he wins, and it's amazing. Um, oh. I was not supposed they, to say that. And then they giggle wins. and then they run, run and then they stop in um, frame. I, I did have one, like I know it's super corny start to finish, like it's ridiculous. Yeah. They get these two hire cars <laughs> so they can race to a restaurant. Yes. They end up on the beach. They're driving on the sand, driving it's into like each other. They were like, let's not race each other. Let's just, I need some shots of a beach. Let's do that. It's like they, they were riding it as they were going, like. That's probably what Tom Cruise is like. No, no, let's do something. Remember when yeah. in that episode where he got done for drink, um, not drink driving, like uh, speeding. Yeah. Well, was, yeah. <laughs> probably on the beach. They killed a lot of birds in that scene as well. Apparently. Really. Yeah, they thought it would look cool if they threw some birds out in front of the cars as they came, and they oh were going God. quite fast, and the birds didn't get out of the way. The nineties, well, the eighties and nineties sucked for animals. <laughs> um. So Carrie tried to ruin the film for me because mm. I don't like him. But there's one scene which I'll try and find and like grab it because his scream when he gets hit. I know the one. Yeah, I know the one. It's, the best. it's so good. I was so happy. <laughs> I don't even want to try and do it justice right now because I loved it so much. Um, so I, I don't know why it's so good. I obviously haven't sold it very well there. No. Uh, my childhood just, it was a not a staple, but like we watched it as kids. It's a weird thing to have a staple on I think my brother and I pretended to like cars. Well, I think he probably does like cars. I pretended to. It seemed like the cool thing to do. Yeah. I will say the colors of the cars (laughs) are very attractive. (laughs) Bright green, bright yellow. They go together. I can watch this. Ben's watching the movie again. He seems to be like encapsulated. (laughs) The colors, children. The The colors. colors. (laughs) Let's, Um, let's, Let's leave that in Trashville and go on to... Did you see what I rated it? Oh, you, what, how much? I gave it four. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I gave Hot Fuzz four as well. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, let's go on they're to. The same. Presumed... Oh, they're the same. They're the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Mm-hmm. There's so much worlds apart. Presumed Innocent. Uh, I really wanted you to watch this because I think Presumed Innocent is like a weird kind of good film, but like it's it's kind of trashy, but kind of not. Um, Harrison Ford plays such a non-Harrison Ford character in this movie. He, he still struggles to not be Harrison Ford, though. Oh, yeah. He does the point. At one point, he does the finger waggle. You know what else he does? What? Um, 
and I'll ask anyone to skip ahead a minute here so I don't break the glass. His nose breathing. Oh yeah. It's intense. And I think he does it in every film now and I can't unhear it. It's just constant. He actually said that he wants it to be like the reason that he I think he had shaved his head or he'd, he'd had a short haircut for something else, another movie, and he actually left it because like his hair kind of looks weird in it, and he wants yeah. it to look like not like a um, a leading man in it. He wants it to look um, like vulnerable and like you know just didn't have it all together sort of thing. So I guess that all kind of plays in with the ending of that he's <laughs> yeah um, no spoilers, but he's... so well no there'll be a spoiler because we have okay. to do the spoiler. Okay. Um, the movie's about uh, so he uh, had an affair with um, a. Another, he's a district attorney. He has an affair with like another district attorney. Um, his wife knows about that too, which I found. Which they don't voice straight away. Like they just kind of hint at it, and you're yeah. like, "Did he do something wrong?" And then, the, he... the, and then the wife was like, "You know, you know, like." And we should say Bonnie Bedelia, Die Hard's wife, is in this, yeah. and she's amazing. <laughs> <Die Hard's wife. laughs> she's the wife of the character Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, I also sorry, I forgot to mention. Uh, just back to the better film of the month. Um. At the end, Cold Trickle's car has a sticker on it that says Die Hard. And oh. I couldn't find out why. Bruce Willis is just like... <laughs> I can get my name on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I found that really odd. I couldn't... If there's, you know, one of the two people listening know why, please let us know. Man, if Tom Cruise like said, well... <laughs> yeah, I like Die Hard. Let's just put Die Hard on there. Sorry, um, carry on. So yeah, then um, the, woman, the woman that he had an affair with uh, winds up uh, murdered. And it was a very strong, independent woman, by the way. Yes. Um, and then uh, he basically gets framed for it. And I will say that, like, it's not a straight out, like, you know, like, it doesn't all point to him straight away. It, like, it's very gradual over time, like, all this evidence sort of. Um, you initially assume up. that he's innocent. Yeah. Because he's just a sweet little white man. And, and then you realize, oh, hang on. But he also, like, um, he. Like you can see him sort of like uh, his performance is actually really good. Like because he, he 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 does sort of start to lose it. You start to see him sort of like go. Well, wait, did I do this? <laughs> like yeah. he's like, well, like because he's been trained as a district attorney. He's like, well, all the evidence says I do. Um, turns out, spoiler alert, his wife <sighs> did it all. Dun, dun. And she basically so like they say that his um hand his fingerprint was in, on a glass. Um, his wife happened to know the type of glasses that this lady had at her apartment and she like they bought it for they her. bought it for her yeah and then she um bought a new um so she bought a thing and, and went over there and, and and planted it there um but the biggest thing the biggest reveal is that at some point after bonnie bedelia and harrison ford had sex mm. she uh bagged up his little fellas his little spermies and then planted them and froze them and then planted them yeah in the victim that's that's super that's super premeditated stuff. That's like all out planning. Oh man. Forensic files won't catch me type of Can you just imagine it's like you know, 'cause he he's he's basically he's cheated on his wife and then like she's he's she's allowed him to like back into the bed and also to like have a physical relation with her and then she's like, All right, I'm I'm just gonna quickly go to the bathroom and he's like, Oh, okay. Don't yeah. do anything don't do anything sus in there. That's what people do afterwards. <laughs> um but like, and she, so she tells him all this. I'm going to the bathroom. Now I've got to go to the freezer. <laughs> you got to get some ice. <laughs> Don't eat those ice cubes. Because <laughs> they got a son of it too. Oh. And it's like, man, just like. <laughs> you see Johnny Knoxville coming in. <laughs> it's like, 
I'm not even going down that road. No, um, and then um, she, she she tells him all this, and he's down in the basement. And I, I actually thought he was going to like kill her, or like at least arrest her. But he basically says like mm. it, it it ends up he just does nothing because he doesn't want to. Um, he's the weaker partner. Yeah, and he doesn't want to um uh put his son through it and stuff like that. So like he now has to be, continue being like a, a district attorney, knowing that his wife like flawlessly. Yeah. Killed someone. But, so the thing I struggled with, um, did she, so before it ends, like before you get to that twist, yeah, it's quite frustrating because you're like, okay, he's got off with it. Yeah. He maybe didn't do it, but he's got away with it. Are they going to go find out who? Like, yeah. everyone's applauding like it's over. It's like, hang on, someone killed her. So then you find out that it was her. But I don't know, was she trying to get him put away for it? Or was she hopeful that he'll get himself off? I always thought that, like, yeah, she thought he'll get himself off, or that it got a little bit out of out of control. Like she's like, oh, I thought he'd be like, or or like, you know, maybe she thought like, oh, well, oh, there's gonna be a slam dunk and he'd be put in jail, whatever. Did she want him put in jail? I don't know. Well, because she even sort of says in that, in, in when she's telling him, she's like, I just, I kind of just wanted to, to scare you in a bit. And it's just yeah. like. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, that that little bit is a bit murky, but man, like it'd be interesting to go and watch it, knowing the ending and yeah. like looking out for like, is there any? Does she have any tells? Like, yeah, is she concerned when it's looking bad? Because like she seems to be like when he gets taken away from the house, like she seems like genuinely like oh like shocked. So if you want to see like one of the better thrillers of the of the nineties, and um, uh, Bonnie Bedelia's awesome and Harrison Ford's really good in it. It's like, it's a if really... If you don't mind having a twist completely ruined. Well, yeah. And hopefully when <laughs> I said spoiler alert, you, you like, you, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I watched this for a second time, like to, for this, for the podcast and I was still, I still liked it. So... Yeah. It would, it would take away though, like if you know that's coming. Yeah. I can't, Although, like, and I apologize, can... but like, I can't talk about this movie and not talk about the fact that she took a sperm. So... Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> and when he finds that hammer and he's in the basement and like you think oh, oh is yeah. he gonna kill her now alright let's go on to music okay so another uh, greatest hits for Australian charts good one though yeah I don't know um, oh. what is your can, like, what do you think about Creedence Clearwater Revival CCR? I think they're Four good songs are amazing. So, Fortunate Son. Uh, actually, I probably would have put that number five. Uh, Born on the Bayou. Okay. Um, three others. <laughs> I see. For some reason, my friends went through a real credence phase, like just after high school. I remember, like, a couple of times at like parties, we'd have like a section of the night, usually towards the end of the night, where like the credence greatest hits would go on. Really. It's kind of weird, yeah. And then, like, um, I remember, like, uh, Pearl Jam used to do Fortunate Son. Dropkick Murphys did that, too. Like, a lot of a lot of our, um, bands around about 2003 to 2004 seemed to be covering Credence quite a lot um, for no known reason sort of thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was coincidence or not, but I know John Fogarty was touring heavily in that time, so I don't know if okay. that kind of helped... Yeah, maybe people acknowledge it again. Um, I like I, my one of my favorite songs of Credence um, would have to be if you, you watch the Big Lebowski, yeah. Uh, Once upon a time, I'm not a big fan. Sorry. 
So there's a bit in uh, Big Lebowski where they're playing Run Through the Jungle. As when they do the uh, that's number two, by the way. It's the um, it's got the uh, the bit where um, they're doing the the drop off to the uh, for the money for the for, in the Big Lebowski, and there's a bit where John Goodman falls out the car, and it's just when the oh, harmonica yeah. kicks in, and like every time, oh, it's just <laughs> so good. Um, I can't wait to get the Big Lebowski. I don't know why you don't like it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think he says dude too much. <laughs> he does. I know one listener who's going to be very upset about what you just said. <laughs> um, but then, like, if I listening to, like, going through it, like, I mean, yeah, like, it's all good stuff. Like, it just reminds me of my, of, of my mum dropping me off at school as, as a kid. Like, there would always be, like, Bad Moon Rising or, like, looking at my back door or something like that. I feel like they had this weird, um, it was either, like, a really good, like, Run Through the Jungle, yeah. Born on the Bayou, um, can't think of any others. They're, like, really, really good songs. And then the others were all just kind of cheesy. Oh, yeah. I heard Through the Grapevine is like, well, that, a, that's not actually there. It's like a soul standard, yeah. So, um, But like, Out My Back Door, Stop the Rain, like all the, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the way I've heard them since um, like, I really teams, For some reason, I really hate the song Hate Tonight. It's just yeah, it's like... pretty dull. It's like, hey, tonight. It's like, that's over it. And over and over and yeah. over. Over and over. Like, is that a Beatles song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no um, offense to the Beatles. <laughs> you know they got like, to take offense. Proud Mary, it's it's okay. I don't know. They they are very samey. Proud Mary is good because of um, Lisa singing it in The Simpsons. Yeah, uh, and that dance that she does is amazing. Um, Gloria Stefan did her did, did the other album. For- I gotta say, um, I should say it was quite popular at work with the uh, elderly gentleman. Oh, Credence or? Uh, Gloria. Oh, really? Always like that, Gloria. Cuts both Like a ways. bit of Latino music. I, look, I... They didn't, did they? Yeah. Or it was, there was a song on that was um. Oh, yeah, Spanish. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I didn't know she did this song. Is this a song from Buster? <laughs> Man, it's a good song. It is. It's actually a pretty decent album. I didn't. I'd never heard of um, the "Don't Want to Lose You." Apparently, that was like number one at the um, on the Billboard for ages, and I'd I'd never heard that before. But apparently, that was that was the big song. Hang on, let's let's hear that one. I forgot how that goes because I know there was a few on there. I was like, oh, this is her. This is really good. So much maracas in the nineties. <laughs> it's no Taylor Dane, but like, no, there's only one Taylor Dane. But this- so much of this, um, like this sort of artist, these sorts of albums, that late eighties, early nineties, I feel like they got really not misused or over. They got used a lot in like mid to nineties films yeah. as a joke, <laughs> and there's so many of them I know from like Tommy Boy or Wayne's World or somewhere there. They just like slipped it in because it's a bit funny and it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. But nah. they're really good songs. Yeah, well, this one in particular, like I was, um, I I never knew that she did. Here we are, and um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really decent, like 
it, again, it just reminds me of like my mum dropping me off at school or a friend's place and like this is all stuff that was on at that time. So. It makes me think of songs that could have been in Days of Thunder. <laughs> uh, probably so got the, left behind. The singles from it was Don't Want to Lose You, Get On Your Feet, Here We Are, uh, Oye Mi Canto, Hear My Voice, and Cuts Both Ways. Got quite a fair few like four-star reviews in um, like at the time. I, sorry, I thought you said something naughty before. No? No. Okay, sounded like it. I might not have pronounced it right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean... Is this the one that I liked? No. This is a Days of Thunder theme song. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't cut into glory with that. I can, and I am. <laughs> it's actually not as good as I remember it. Sorry. Let's, um... Like, we, we covered it sort of before, but, like, how weird is it that Australia, like, once again, and I think it happens again on this list, um, a greatest hits of Credence, Pearl, Credence Clear All Right. How many, how many times do you reckon the Credence I'm still Clear- listening, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I feel like this is good uh, background music. How many times do you think a Credence Greatest Hits was, like, in the top 20 albums of an Australian... <laughs> A lot Because when I used was... to work at Sanity like I, I would sell um, uh, Every week at least Two or three uh, Credence um, Greatest albums I had one Yeah I think everyone in like <laughs> I think you you issued one Once you like Move into like Yeah Not the actual albums I don't know if they ever sold Any actual albums No no Because that, that was That was their B-size That no one likes Yeah <laughs> But yeah Just um, They have one of them They have a Billy Joel They have a uh, Elton John And then All those done. artists Who you don't know That they've got that many good hits And then you get it It's like Oh this is their songs It's like Oh this is all they do it. Oh it's a Billy Joel song No oh, way Oh there you go <laughs> oh, I thought he only had Piano Man <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> He's so good uh, well, I think that one that brings us to the end of a, another mini episode for the week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget to <laughs> don't forget to check us out next week. We are on to August nineteen ninety. Isn't it so uplifting? That guitar. All right, and then freeze frame. No, not yet. They're still running. <laughs> I buy you an ice cream. <laughs> You'll have to race before. <laughs> and then he kills over and dies. Probably. Diabetes. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I'll, we'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks.